Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from our Old Testament reading found in Job chapter 19. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book. Oh, that with an iron pen and lead they were engraved in the rock forever. This is God's word. Alleluia! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. That word indeed that we respond to when we proclaim the resurrection of Jesus. It says something about how we view the news that Christ is risen. It implies confidence. It implies certainty in the matter. What are the things of which you are certain? Of which you have no doubt? Rock solid confidence. A great number of people in the world are certain that you Christians are a bunch of fools. That you would go through this on this morning, on this day. There's a great number of people who are certain that this Christianity of ours is a load of garbage, fairy tales, nonsense. Not only would they say we are fools for being here, they would say we're being downright dangerous. Why go out in a place together? This is a good size attendance for us this morning in the past year. Not like Easter's past, but I don't think we take Easter's for granted anymore. Why are we here if not out of a certainty, a conviction? That our Lord Jesus Christ does indeed live. That he is indeed risen. He is no longer dead. He is no longer held by the grave. He lives as our Redeemer. That was the word that Job used to describe his Lord. Job is a fascinating biblical character. He confessed his belief in the resurrection, in a Redeemer who lives. And he did it a good 2,000 years before Jesus ever took on human flesh and lived among us, died, and was risen from the grave. 2,000 years before that, Job, 
in the face of tremendous suffering proclaimed, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last, He will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh, I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. Job, 2,000 years before Jesus rose from the dead, proclaimed his certainty that he had a Redeemer who lives, a Lord God who gives life. And if your Lord is the one who gives life, then even if your flesh is destroyed, you will live again. Job knew that his Redeemer lives. And because the Redeemer lives, Job himself would live. Job, who had lost literally everything. His children, his servants, his livestock, his health, covered to toe, covered head to toe in sores and boils. His friends and his wife told him he ought to curse God and die. But Job, with certainty that he has a Redeemer who lives and that this Redeemer would give him life, he confessed his certainty. He said, oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book that with an iron pen and lead they were engraved in the rock forever. Job wanted his words to be lasting, and indeed, they are. As we, the Christian church, 4,000 years later on this Easter morning, proclaim the same thing that Job did. We have a Redeemer who lives. This is the church's conviction. It is our certainty. Job exhibited a life living with that certainty. Do we Do we live with the certain confidence that our Lord Jesus lives and is no longer in his tomb? That his body is raised to life and he reigns as our risen king of glory? Do we have that certainty? Or have we allowed ourselves to cave in to the fear and hopelessness of this world? Grief is not wrong. In the face of death, it is fitting to grieve. But to lose hope, to lose confidence, 
and certainty. That is sinful. And perhaps we've found recently how easily fear can grip us. Or we've noticed how easy it is to deny that Jesus is actually living and is indeed here among his church. It's important, I think, at a time like this to remind ourselves, and I, I end up repeating this probably every year on Easter, but I find it is important that we, the Christian church, need to be reminded of this. That the resurrection of Jesus Christ is one of the most verifiable events in human history. Because of the countless eyewitness accounts. Well, they can be counted. There's the ones in Scripture. There's the people he appeared to, 500. But the countless number of those who have shared that testimony over the past 2,000 years. There are even non-Christian sources that record the fact that there was a man named Jesus of Nazareth. He was put to death by Pontius Pilate. And on the third day, his followers began to proclaim that he was risen from the dead. And under threat of death, under threat of losing all that they had, they never wavered in their witness. That Jesus lives. Your Lord, your Redeemer lives. And this message has endured throughout the history of the church and it remains just as relevant and timely and certain today as it always has. Our Redeemer lives. He lives. And you will live. Death has no power over you. Oh, death can take your life for a brief time. Death can mean your body is lowered into the ground for a time. Death can cause you grief for a time. But your Redeemer lives. Christ Jesus lives. And with Job, we gather in the conviction and certainty that because we have a living Redeemer, Life is what remains for us for all eternity. After my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh 
I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen.